I mean, hear me out. I do not like ads. Like, I'm not team commercials. I'm team good pacing. Stacey says they're nostalgic and kind of gives you like a pacing. It, and I'm like, no. It reminds you Nostalgic? Of okay. Why? For what? Capitalism? <laughs> Stacy. <laughs> All right, welcome back to another episode of Escaping Reality, the podcast where friends get together to talk about reality competition shows. We are here to talk about the finale of Survivor Season 43, which was lovingly titled Snap Some Necks and Cash Some Checks. Cody, thanks for another great uh, title. Okay, it was a it was a big episode. I mean, it was three hours if you include the after show. So we're going to try to condense it down <laughs> to maybe like an hour and a half. We'll see. Um, but I'm here with Anna and Aggie. Um, you know, we're all, it, it, it's the week before Christmas. So we're all just in different places. Aggie's about to go to Australia. We just saw Adele. Um, it's a lot. So, <laughs> and Aggie is curling her hair, <laughs> which I love. But here we go. Um, we're going to start with our one minute thoughts. And Anna, I'm going to let you start us off. I, you said you might have a poem. I don't know if that happened or not. Okay. Um, spoiler alert. Yes, I did write a poem. But I think like to intro the my, my thoughts that I very much wrote out in the style of a poem, um, which started as a bit. And then I was like, oh, no, I've actually done this. Um, I'm over it. I had a lot of really mixed, complicated feelings. It's no secret that this did not end the way that we were expecting it to or wanting it to. Um, And so I was disappointed. But more than that, I was just confused and frustrated because I think with a few days of hindsight after watching the episode and the initial shock of it, um, like I listened to Gabler's exit interview to get some perspective of like, in his words, like, what what does he actually feel like he did? Is he happy with the edit? Um, and so that gave me, like, a little bit more perspective, but also much more anger about what we didn't see. We've been talking all season about, like, they're showing us stuff that they really don't need to be showing us, and they're leaving out stuff that seems important. Um, and to put it in the words of, there was a BuzzFeed article where somebody ranked, like, very thoroughly every season of Survivor, and in their words about season 43... They were like, it took so long to build the momentum of this season. And when it finally hit a groove, it just felt absolutely deflated once Jesse got knocked out. And I feel like deflated is a really good word um, to describe how I felt. Um, So I'm going to read you guys a little poem I wrote, unless you want to give your thoughts and then I'll read my poem. I want the poem immediately. Okay. So when texting after the episode, I was like, I need to pre-write my thoughts because there's so many things swimming. And I was like, maybe I'll write a poem. I wrote you a poem in the spirit of Christmas. A poem for Survivor season 43. (laughs) To the listeners, to Jeff, to the esteemed editors and producers, my grasp of this finale could not have been looser. After weeks of complaining, at least I thought I followed where you guided, To sum it up with a word that I hate, I was, unfortunately, blindsided. Maybe I need to rewatch it. Maybe I looked at it the wrong way. Maybe I just don't like Gabler. I don't know. I just couldn't say. The edit left me with questions. Oh, I can be sure of that. And to be fair, some storylines were stunning, but others were bad. 
Take Carla, for example. I actually respect her rise then fall arc, but whatever happened to casting an outright villain, it can't be that hard. You took my favorite player and you turned us against her, and you did a great job because I really started to resent her. But you led us in some directions I actually don't understand. When the end is so unexpected, I feel confused as a fan. It felt like we missed something, which we've been saying all season. And personally, when outcomes happen, I like to know the reason. So let's talk about Jesse because we need to discuss that. He was the clear highlight of the season. He had every feather in his cap. Most episodes, it looked like he was the only one playing the game. And admittedly, I cried when he couldn't light his flame. And believe me, I hear you. The best players almost never win. Okay, but why was literally the entire season about him? Every move, every vote, the audience heard his perspective. And remember when we spent like a full 10 minutes on that scene of his checklist? It's not about his loss to me. It's the picture we were painted. I'm sure there's an edit timeline somewhere that wouldn't leave this season so tainted. So why lead us on? Was this the only way? Was there no other footage to show us more of Gabler's gameplay? He was there for sure from beginning to fin, but the edit felt like we were meant to laugh at him, not with him. I'm sorry if you liked it. I actually don't enjoy being such a hater. I'm honestly just shocked that after all of that, our winner was Gabler. It's clearly no secret that this season ran my patience thin, and I'm sad that I'll remember it more for Jesse's loss than Gabler's win. Too long, don't read. I have beef with the edit. Let's wrap this season up so we can forget it. Snaps. Snaps. I feel like I'm at a poetry slam. That was so good. Do we even need to do the episode? That's everything I was going to say. Wrap it up. That's our thoughts on season 43. Goodbye. To everyone listening, for those following at home, um, I do have too much time on my hands. Just, I know. No, I think. That was beautiful. I think it was beautiful. I think it was great. (laughs) Really accurate. Wow. I'm in. I can't follow a poem. Yes, that was great. I mean, I pretty much agree. I think, um, my, okay, my thoughts on the, because I know that was kind of like the season as a whole too. I think the finale, like, I just feel like even in the finale episode, it was way more focused on Cass, Owen, Carla, and Jesse. Like, it, like even if this is the episode where we're going to find out he wins, it still just felt like he was so unimportant all the way until tribal when he had them all laughing and like, it just seemed like the turn, the tides were turning. So, but I think it was a great final episode. I mean, there, I cried many times. I definitely cried when, um, when Jesse couldn't light the fire, that was heartbreaking (laughs) or couldn't do it fast enough. Um, but even like, when Cass won immunity and just got very emotional, um, you know, Owen just talking about like how, how hard it was to get to this point. Um, they had some great music too. Like it, I just feel like there were moments where the music was really getting me in my feels. So it was a good episode, but then, yeah, you get to the end and you're just like, how, how did we get here? Like, I just think there was like, we've been complaining about this season, but I thought, like last week and even the week before it was starting to be redeemed maybe. And then this happened. So it wasn't, you know, the best ending. Um, I'll have more thoughts, I guess, towards the end of just like 
like if you watch closely, I you get like it's interesting to see when the tides are turning. I will say I'm not gonna say I think Gabler deserves to win, but like if you really look into the final tribal council, he did what he needed to do. So, um, but those are my thoughts. What about you, Aggie? Okay, I'm gonna try and be brief because I know we have a lot to get to. Um, I was not pleased with this um, for a myriad of reasons. Um, not just the fact that like the internet has exposed Gabler as being like maybe not a person that I would want to associate with in life. Um, I'm just putting that out there now. I'm not going to address it again, but like go check Eliza Orland's Twitter if you need the receipts. Um, so like that aside, I, I don't like similarly to what Anna said, I don't like when the edit doesn't match the winner. I mean, his edit was that of a buffoon. I'm going to be perfectly honest. And I still actually believe that. I think he didn't actually win. I think Jesse and Cody won for him. I think they did a lot of work at Ponderosa to make it seem like the moves he was making or they were making, Gabler could also take credit for, which I immediately take issue with because Owen was also part of that alliance. So when they're claiming that it was this group, you made it out as if a Gabler was the one who did it when really it was you, Owen and Gabler and the two of you. So I, the other one of the four was on the final tribal as well. So you had just decided in your mind that Gabler was the one who should win. I mean, the misogyny, the first five vote outs, women, our winner is an old white man who wants the veterans to get all of his money. I, I'm not saying veterans don't deserve money. I've talked about this before with Gabler. That's not my thing. Like, I'm not trying to be like, he's a bad person for donating to veterans. Or maybe like the government should pay for better veteran healthcare. Like, why is the government not doing anything? Like, so I don't know. I just like so much of this left a bad taste in my mouth. I have said all season long, Gabler sucks. And I stand by it. I don't think he should have won. I I cried multiple times in this episode too. One out of shock when Gabler won, when Jesse went home. I just like so much of it really pissed me off. I think, I also think I, I have not, no information to confirm this. The names of the editors of Survivor are very confusing and tr- hard to t- nail down. I wouldn't be surprised if the editors are young and they didn't like Gabler. So the edit, is one of a buffoon because they, even though they knew he won, they were like, I can't give this to him. And I was like, respect. I, I just, I don't know. Why was it so disjointed? Why was it so confusing? They gave Jesse. And I, here's the thing in the last episode, I had this moment where we were talking about it and then I never actually said it, but I had this thought. I was like, what if he's getting the Malcolm from, was it South Pacific Caramona? I don't remember what season Malcolm was on first, but he made it to final four. Philippines. And I was, what one? Philippines. Philippines. I knew it was in the 20s. And so I was like, they're giving him the Malcolm edit. Like he's going to go out at four. Like he is going to be the one that doesn't make final tribal. And while that's really nice for Jesse, I mean, he has all the support in the world from everyone else in the survivor community. It feels like, like again, Gabler, it wasn't for me, but, um, it's just frustrating then also to see him fighting for someone who I hated so much. Like he was going to bat for Gabler. And I was just like, why though? Like that also is giving a weird energy. Like, why aren't you going to bat for Cassie? I know you didn't play with her, but I would hope that as a good player in this game, you could respect her and Owen for what they were able to do as well to be there. 
I don't know. The jury felt creepy and weird and bitter and like, why are you cheering for Gabler? I just, I'll never understand it. So I was not brief, but that's it. I'm done. I'm over it. I I'm ready for season 44 in that we can actually have a season. I no longer, I don't acknowledge the winner of season 42 or 43. Marianne's still the winner or Jesse won. So, so sad. We didn't have a finale just assuming Jesse won. I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> All right. Marianne, congrats. You're still our winner till next season. <laughs> so, well, those are our thoughts. So we'll just start where the episode started, which was kind of interesting. It starts like basically right where, like almost replaying when Jesse um, plays the idol against Cody and there's kind of all of that. So it's, it's showing Jesse's big move. Um, and then we see them at the new camp. They get tree mail that is going to um, give them a chance for an advantage in the next immunity challenge, the final um, five immunity. Uh, so they have to unscramble a code and then read the, like use the clue to find the advantage. Um, Carla, Carla barely beats Owen to get it. Owen is very upset. So that's just kind of where we're starting. I don't know if there's any thoughts on that. I have thoughts. Yeah. First of all, I miss Cody um, immediately. <laughs> Second of all, it's going to be so hard to talk about this episode because I feel like this was so exciting when we were watching it. And now that it's over, I'm like, oh, I don't really want to think about it anymore. But with regard to the advantage, I like the final five, like first episode of the finale, however the numbers are. I like an advantage going into the challenge, not the last challenge, the penultimate challenge. Um, I just wish it was more of an advantage. It felt, it felt like not enough. And maybe it's just because Carla has been like struggling with fatigue and like her body's deteriorating. And so it didn't seem like as big of an advantage because she didn't um, win not to get ahead to the challenge, but like, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't feel like enough of an advantage. Like remember when they got to rehearse the challenge, rehearse, practice the challenge, (laughs) like that to me is what I want out of something like this at this point in the game not just like you get to skip a step or like you have one less thing to untie like I feel like the stakes are higher and therefore the advantage should be a bigger advantage but that's just me but I'm glad Owen got it it was a tight race or excuse me um Carla and I feel kind of similarly about how reflecting on this post the end I think if you'd asked me before final tribal to reflect on some of these things I'd be like oh my god it was so lit and and then the Gabler one. So it was just, it wasn't. Gabler literally sat there during this challenge. It was like, what is this word? Like they already had the advantage. And he was like, what is this word? And I was like, see, see, like this is your winner? No, no. Also they act like a word scramble is really difficult. And here's the thing it looked like, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to shade anyone. I know you're tired. You haven't eaten that much, but it wasn't. In the past, they've done it where it's just like all the letters, but it seemed like each word was just scrambled. So I was like, why is, why did only two people get this? Like I, again, Owen was playing his wordle. So like he felt good about this, but um, that was my favorite thing anyone's ever said in the history of Survivor, by the way, shout out to Owen. You want to come on the bottom and I have questions. I would love to talk to you. Um, but yeah, I was just like, why is this difficult? There were a lot of three-letter words there, and people were just sitting there. And I was like, "But there's only so many options." <laughs> maybe, maybe the edit made it seem like it went longer than it actually did. 
Yeah. But I thought it was weird. It didn't look <laughs> difficult. And only two people were able to get it. But that's okay. Yeah. I loved Owen saying, I've been doing my wordles. Because really, he, I mean, he hadn't been doing them for like 24 days at that point. <laughs> so, but he was primed from the other year that we've had wordle. You want to know what's really lame? <laughs> that is something I would do to pass the time. <laughs> like I love word games. And that is something I would do to like pass the time. I would like make a fake wordle thing or, like, oh. or on, on Survivor. Like that's something I would do to pass time on Survivor. Yeah. Play stupid like word sand? Yeah. Oh God, I'd be so into it. I love a word game. Love it. I would have gotten everybody involved. They would have been like, Aggie's not out here trying to strategize. She's out here trying to play wordle. And I'd be like, yep. That's what it, I'm doing. It, we have nothing else to do. It is strategizing. It's preparing you for this challenge because it was this and the get the actual challenge, which we'll get into. Um, okay. So yes, um, Carla gets the advantage, but the actual challenge is to maneuver a buoy through obstacles and then use two handles to transport puzzle blocks over a hinged balance beam and then use those blocks to serve, to solve a word, a word phrase. Um, because Carla got the advantage, she will have 10 puzzle blocks already at the finish, which is a third of them. So, I mean, I thought it was going to be a good, like good advantage, but then yeah, it didn't actually work out. Um, and the winner will get a protein burst, <laughs> which is steak, baked potato, veggies, wine, cheesecake, and obviously immunity. Um, oh, and I just, I, I didn't notice this the first time around, but the second watch at the start, when they're standing on the like things floating in the water, Gabler's not holding his um, the pole. He's like about to fall in before it starts, and then Owen's like, "Hold the pole," and he's like, "Oh, good idea." And honestly, that is an example of the more like you know, to use y'all's words, buffoon edit. Because I like I will say I didn't always get that vibe. I just got irrelevant. But him not holding the pole at the beginning was like a clear like, oh my god. So. Also, it was 20 seconds that didn't need to be in the edit and they kept it in. Like you could have never let us know that Gabler was an idiot. You could have never let us know. We, we as the audience didn't need to see him not know how to hold on to the fucking platform. And yet it made the edit. So like that's on you at CBS. That's on you. I want to see a recut version of the season where Gabler shines because you know they haven't like it's editing is such a manipulative process in like the best way that you could make him look good you could make anyone on Survivor look the opposite of what they are we've talked to people about it all the time like why why <laughs> I'm so I'm so stumped <laughs> yeah it is baffling um but okay so then the challenge happens Owen wins he takes Cassidy to the sanctuary and I think it was kind of so they would get to talk a bit about strategy. So, which they do. Um, okay. I was just thinking in my head, like Jesse was here for this one, right? Cause I just don't really remember him in this one, but okay. He was there. All right. So then post challenge, um, we see, we've seen this throughout Gabler struggling with like low energy, really needing food. He says he's emotionally spent, but you just like, they really highlighted that this, um, after the challenge, cause he didn't get the protein burst. Um, and then we see Carla and Jesse talking about flipping on Cass. Um, but obviously Jesse had, does have Janine's idol, which Carla doesn't know. And Carla secretly wants to target Jesse. So, um, 
we see Gabler saying he wants to. Oh, I, so I just thought those interesting on the second watch too. Gabler does say he wants to sit next to Casanova in the final because he thinks he has a better story to tell than them. So I feel like that was maybe small foreshadowing, but it was like just so like at this point of watching. And this is okay. We didn't talk about this, but Aggie and I watched live, and I went to a show, so she didn't get to watch. But she was live texting us when she watched the next day, and it's like we remembered how she like what she was texting us we remembered feeling the night before and at this point you're still not even like paying attention to Gabler (laughs) so when he said that I feel like again it it was just him being like in la la land almost like him saying I have a better chance we were like you have zero chance doesn't matter who the three are who you're next to at least that's how I was feeling so Carla tells Gabler Owen and Cass about her plan to target Jesse. Um, but at this time, it seems like Owen is actually still more concerned about Carla. So, um, and then we see the heated discussion between Carla and Cassidy, where Carla is basically like, I mean, if I'm on the jury, you're not getting my vote. And how do you not see that Jesse is the biggest threat? And then Cassidy is like, I'm not stupid. Like, I know he's a threat, but also you're a threat. So it was, there's a lot of tension between them. So any thoughts on just this post-challenge energy, Aggie? Well, in retrospect, all of this is leading to Final Tribal. Like all of this editing is leading to Final Tribal, except for fucking Gabler being unwell. All of these things are key pieces to why Final Tribal goes the way it goes. Owen saying, I didn't come all this way to be a zero vote finalist. Ding, 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 you were a zero vote finalist. Um, Carla being like, Cassie, if you get me out, I will not vote for you. Ding, ding, ding. She got everyone else not to vote for her either, except for fucking James. Shout out you King. Like, I just like all of these things are leading to the final tribal that we had. And that is good editing because I didn't see it that way. I thought it was like them throwing us off and they, they told us exactly what was going to happen. Gabler being like, I want to be next to Cass and Owen because I'll win. That's exactly what happened. Like those three pieces are very clearly like the editor trying to be like, guys, it's coming. And all of us beautiful humans, because of the last 12 episodes of editing, we're like, that's not what's going to go down. So you chose to make like a mild choice in episode 13 to make us sort of see where it's going. But I also think, Anna, you mentioned Carla's edit in your cute, adorable, wonderful, brilliant poem. And I think that's a really important one because she went from like, person you were rooting for to someone you were rooting so actively against so quickly and then on top of that she was bitter like you know what's not cute a bitter jury member and the fact that she then took that out on Cassidy I it frustrates the hell out of me that you took it out on a woman like why Uh, Cassidy also like final tribal they clearly had made their decision they said they didn't, but it felt like they'd already made their decision. Like everybody on the jury was like, no, we were really open. Like we didn't know what we want to do. It's like, yes, you did. But that's not for me to decide. But like my frustration was Casty brought up, like I am the only woman here. I made very strategic, purposeful choices. They undermined most of them. And then as a woman, the women were like, nah, the men did better. And I was like, you do better, ladies. I cannot with this. Like, are you kidding? Like they, Carla and Cassidy came off so catty. And I was like, that is also not an edit I asked for. What the fuck? Like, why are you being so mean to each other? And Ka- Carla, why are you actively rooting against another woman? Like, I-, I don't get it. Like, why? Why? 
lots of questions. That's what all we have is questions. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's interesting because I mean, even though I didn't like the two women arguing, I mean, I was still team Carla. Like to be clear, really until until I think Cass won like the final tribal and got to choose or final whatever and got to choose fire making. Like I I like I was still more for Carla the whole time she was there, basically, is what I'm saying. Even during that, it wasn't a great look, but I just still thought like she's just trying like the last, you know, her last ditch attempt to get to the end. And once we get to this tribal we're about to get to, like I thought she did good to create a live tribal, for example, and to try her last effort. So it's it it wasn't a great scene for the two of them. Um but it's interesting that yeah, Carla went, it sounds like Carla went from like the the MVP for a lot of people to like, what are you doing? I think her being like injured and just not as active in it probably was a part of it as well. So okay. So okay, let's go ahead and get to that final tribal. So we get to the final five tribal council. This is where. Jesse does reveal that he has another idol and it is Janine's. <laughs> he got it from Dwight and Janine is shocked. She is like, I don't think she could comprehend. She thought that thing was long gone, <laughs> like so long ago. So her jaw is on the ground. But I mean, everyone's shocked because this is one secret that um, was kept the whole game. So and Dwight wasn't at um, uh it wasn't on the jury, so he couldn't reveal it. Um, so that happens, which is then, you know, Carla's kind of like trying to get scrappy, trying to figure out. I mean, she says to Jesse, would you like to dance, sir? And they like stand up and start talking. Um, it seems like Jesse is kind of thinking like, maybe it would be smart to get Cass out, you know? Um, and then Owen mentions to Jeff, because Jeff is like, what are you thinking about this live tribal? And Owen says, this has been a very subtle season. And to have it boil over like this is wild. And I agree, because we've talked so much about the the tribals just being like, everyone's so nice and just vague and not doing anything. Besides when Sammy tried to say like, I'm going to play my shot in the dark. So I was happy to see a live tribal, although it, I mean, it still led to <laughs> Carla being voted out. So, um, but any thoughts on this tribal council? I feel like with this tribal, like as soon as they stood up, like obviously you guys watched live and I watched the next day. So I was texting you being like, this is what we've been waiting for. And in the moment, it was great. And again, in hindsight, it doesn't seem that great when you combine it with the fact that we had, what was it, like 12 boring ass tribal councils compared to one that was good, which again, when you're watching the episode is great, but it doesn't. It doesn't carry over now in me being like, how was it? Fine. But the, it's the sum of all parts is still trash. But I don't know. To me, to me with Carla in this moment, I was like, <laughs> all I could think of was this is such a good example of why everybody should have been keeping their shit a secret from the beginning. Because if she had kept her idol a secret, she could have had her idol here. Why? Like, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about it in too much of like a big picture context and not like the events that were happening. Let's talk about them. But that was what I was thinking the whole time with Carla. And then like, had this been 
like an old school season, the fact that she had kind of blown up her own game would have been enough to say like, wait, 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 let's not vote her out right now. Let's keep her because the jury's never going to vote for her. But I feel like in new school, drop the four, keep the one survivor. Like that's not a guarantee, which does make things more complicated, which did have me doubting. Like, are they actually going to get rid of Carla tonight? Or in that, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes of the first episode uh, or the first part of the episode. But yeah. Can I just play like scenario here for a second? If Carla was willing to dance, quote unquote, with Jesse, why didn't he say, I'll play my idol on you, but you have to bring me to Final Tribal? Like, I'll protect you. They're going to vote for you anyway. I'll say I'm playing my vo- idol for me. I'm going to play it for you and save you, but you have to bring me to Final Tribal. Like, yeah. it's almost like he forgot he had to get to three. Like, I feel like he considered it, though. And then well, ultimately, like, like, why was there, like, again, we're not, I don't want to sit here and be like, what Jesse should have done because he should be the winner because I refuse to acknowledge Gabler. Like, I'm not trying to do that. But it's just like, why didn't you try and make a deal with people? Like, I will save you, but you got to bring me to three. Like, where was that thought process? Because you have to know that's looming. You only get to four. Mm-hmm. And you should have been like, I'm not comfortable in fire. Like, I want to guarantee that if you win, because also, if you took out Cass, that's the person who won the final immunity. So this game goes a completely different direction if that was the case. So it's like, you have this thing. And I love that he kept it a secret till final tribe or till tribal council. I think that was the right move. Mm-hmm. But then in bringing it out, why didn't you use it more as a bargaining chip to get what you want in the end, which is to be at final tribal? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, I actually even think maybe he should have revealed it to Carla before they got there, honestly. Like, because if there's ever a time to for her to like keep it a secret to help herself, that probably could have like they could have gotten Cass out together, I think. Um, so yeah, I think he I I don't know. It seemed like he wasn't really sure, like, is do I have a better chance with Cass or Carla? Like it seemed like he just was not sure. So he was like, I'm just gonna protect myself and see what. And then he probably was like, I haven't won a challenge, but like I will win this one. And it's just like, you don't know that for sure. So that's the thing. I think he just was like, yes, he was the best strategically this game, but he just kind of towards the end thought he would be able to like make it happen. Or he thought maybe I'll get fire, but it's like, you're, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, he was just hoping like one, like he did a lot strategically, but was hoping to get like a bit of luck and he just did not get that luck basically. So, but so yeah, after all that, I mean, Carla does still go home. <laughs> so we're down to four. The final immunity challenge. And it is basically stacking those little bowls on a wobbly stand, but you have to like maneuver it up to the stand. And I think there's, are there 10 of them or maybe more than 10? I don't know, but there's a lot. I think 15. Oh, 15. Okay. There's 15. And so um, Cass and Owen are pretty much neck and neck the whole time. I mean, Gabler was up there and then his whole thing fell, I believe. Um, the wind is really a big factor with this kind of game as well. And um, and then Owens drops like at the last second. And so Cass can kind of take her time. And Gabler says, come on wind, <laughs> but it doesn't help. And Cass wins. And like, like I said before, this is one point where I got emotional because you can just see how much it means to her. Um, and like, I mean, that's got to be the best feeling to win that challenge specifically and know that you are going to the end and you can choose who you go with 
obviously it's still kind of backfired, but in the moment that feeling must be amazing. Um, I know. So I think last week we were talking about like what challenge we would like to see. And this definitely wasn't it. I think, was it you Aggie who wanted like the more like obstacle course type thing? Was that you? Or someone's- I wanted a challenge. Jesse could actually win. So you just <laughs> had to keep something, like keep on something or hold something or whatever, oh, yeah. where it just took like literally strength of mind to win. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, like <laughs> how, how mm, we don't have that much time. So here's what I'm going to say. We have seen evidence in the past or like circumstantial evidence. Let me rephrase. We've seen circumstantial evidence in the past, cough, Ben, cough, when um, it seems as if the producers have manufactured scenarios in which a certain person is better suited for that. Mm -hmm. I'll leave that there. They did not choose to do that for Jesse. So again, not a conspiracy theorist not here to try and be like survivors, not real, but fire and Ben always having an idol in season 35 are to me, circumstantial evidence that it is not a purely perfectly unedited, you know, game. So for that reason and that reason only, I'm like, I do think you had the power to choose the final immunity. You chose to make it something that Jesse really couldn't win. Um, and so, yeah, this is a choice. But it's I mean, do you think he couldn't win? Like, it wasn't like super physical though. Like, why could he not win it? So there's me. I think in the, like, I take back what I said last week. I think Jesse was doing as well as he could in a challenge. I think Jesse's highest motivating factor. Here's what I'll say. I think Jesse's highest motivating factor is his desire to do right by his family. And so that only translates to like, in my opinion, that only translates to a challenge when it's something where you have to have the most like just desire to win. And I think that comes out when you have something like the Ian Tom thing where they just stood on that thing for longer because you have to have something in your mind, in your heart, in your body that like will not allow you to let go, right? It's like when people put their hands on a baby stroller or whatever and they like have to hold on to it the longest to win the thing. And it's like, that is purely like mental. It's not physical. Like you have to be in it the whole time. And I think if something like that had been the case, hold on to something like, and not a physical hold on, like just literally like touch the thing, hold it, whatever. I know they've sort of put those away, but something where it was like, all you have to do is want it the most. I think Jesse would have been able to pull that out because all game, every single decision he's made, every single thing he's thought through Mm. has been about that. And so I don't know. I think they're against, you know, doing the ones that last like 400 hours. So I think that's probably why, but it's just interesting to me that like in this scenario, that's what went down. I also so happy for Cass at this point, when I was watching it in real time, I was like, fuck yeah, Cassidy, like you could win girl. Yeah, I know. And then finished the way it did but also like speaking of the old school challenges i feel like for the final immunity which you cannot argue is is the fewer people that are in it the more impactful it is like if it, if it were three people competing for that one necklace and the choice like it's just better i don't like final three um but you need to have a challenge that is 
so simple that it's outrageous. Like this was too, it was like not extravagant enough to be a huge blowout, really cool challenge. And it wasn't simple enough to be like high stakes focus in type of challenge either. Like it was just somewhere in the middle and it fell flat to me. Um, It was like trying to be the thing with the catching of the balls, but somehow worse than that. Um, And also easier, which like, I mean, I wasn't doing it, but it looked kind of easy. I'm not going to lie. I also want you to live and die by your own ability. And Gabler got taken out by a gust of wind. (laughs) Again, the buffoon edit just like keeps writing itself, but like he got taken out by Jeff going like, here comes a big gust of wind. (laughs) Like Like, if Gabler had actually been a surgeon, which we were all kind of led to believe this would have been his challenge to win. Like this is the operation challenge. He's and this is proof. Gabler, stop faking it or posing as a surgeon. He's made of lies. <laughs> um, but also before we talk about like fire making with Jesse, it's again, I sound like a broken record, but if you're gonna have him so emotionally be knocked out at this point in the game because of like circumstance or luck or whatever you want to call it, or not being able to make fire or the the matchup of the fastest fire maker that we've ever seen versus Jesse, who probably could make a fire. Like he said in an exit interview that he thinks his abilities are probably seven out of 10, but next to Gabler, like, no, you didn't make it in four minutes. But like, where was the edit to make us think that maybe he wasn't going to make it? We just had full speed ahead, Jesse, until we got knocked off our little tushes and he lost. Like there was, there was no balance of like, hey, he might fumble at some point. Where was it? I got the wind knocked out of me. <laughs> like that shouldn't be the case. Something should be, something can be shocking and surprising and like emotional without being a slap across your face. Mm. Yeah. That's a good, there... sorry. No, go ahead. Um, there was only one thing that made me kind of be like, excuse me, that made me kind of be like, oh, maybe Jesse's not, good at fire and um, was it wouldn't think we're talking about sammy making fire back in the day no it was in this episode there was something from like the jump in this episode that i was like oh i'm worried about jesse and fire like i put on our stories that i was like "Mm." but like it needed to be more than this episode i'm no i i 100 agree i think it was when at the beginning i'm looking back at my notes um i think it was something that Carla that when they were talking about Carla as a threat I think it was Owen and Cassidy talking about Carla as a threat at the sanctuary and they were like she's a threat because of how well she can make fire like I don't want to bring her to four because they literally was like Cassidy's like pushing 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 and they both said something I didn't write it down exactly but I wrote in all caps, wait, do they know something we don't about Carla's fire making skills? Like all capital letters. Because I was like, and I highlighted, they make it sound like she's good at fire. Mm. So, which I will is believe op- it. Which is opposite of what we originally thought that like little piece about her fire making yeah. <laughs> meant. But maybe that's what it was. It's like, Sammy's a threat. No, bitch, I'm a threat. Like maybe that's more what the edit was supposed to be. That would make but, sense too. But I was just like, huh. If Carla is a threat at fire, that means they're not worried about Jesse doing fire. Because the only conversation was Gabler and 
Carla about fire. So it's like, hmm. Yeah. Huh. I think that just like it planted this tiny seed at the beginning. I was like, Jesse's gonna be fucking in fire and he's gonna lose. Like at the very top of the episode. Then I was like, oh, maybe not. Nope, nope. It was exactly what happened. So well, because I feel like right before he was like, I will do anything. And it was like, <laughs> oh, you won't, apparently. So why did you tell us that, editors? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, the only time we started getting maybe, like, the only time a flaw, I guess you could say, was pointed out for Jesse was um, Jeff started pointing out that he hadn't won anything. And it's not like he always does that. Like, Sandra never, I mean, okay, he did point out that Sandra would sit out, but he wasn't like, you haven't won anything. Like, it was a little weird to me that he started pointing that out. And I don't know if it was just like, oh, because Owens won multiple like everyone else has like one multiple although Gabler only won one so I don't know but to me it, he, it just started putting a little bit of doubt of like he's not a, like to me it was like even if he does get to the final three sometimes people like Ryan only cares if you win things or fished you know so it's like is this gonna be like his downfall is he doesn't have a like for the three categories he didn't like do anything physical but again, Ryan only cares oh. about that. And then he voted for Gabler. Yeah. <laughs> like, so apparently there was no rhyme or reason to what people were doing this season. I can't. Yeah. Oh, I want to talk to all the jury, but okay. We got to get there. So let's talk about, where are we? Oh, okay. So post, so after that challenge, obviously Cass now has to figure out who does she want to make fire against Jesse. I mean, Jesse knows he's going to be making fire. He even tries to convince her, like, you should do it against me. Because, again, he's, you know, worried about the other two. Um, It is interesting, like, have we seen a time where both of the other two are like, yeah, I really want to make fire. (laughs) Like, it's kind of my only hope. Like, Owen wanting to make it because he needs a somewhat big move. And then Gabler being like, I mean, I'm pretty sure I can do it. And it would probably look good. Like, have we seen that? (laughs) Um don't don't fact check me on this I can look while we're going through the rest of this episode I think it's more so that we've never seen the biggest threat be the one that was going to be in fire Mm. I feel like a lot of times the biggest threat has won final immunity Uh, the the biggest threat in terms of like to win the whole thing because Jesse was the biggest threat to win this game um the jury loved him they all thought he was like incredible they'd all seen how the jury reacted to him in all the tribal councils previously and so I think every, all three of them knew I have to prove I'm better than Jesse somehow. So I think that's why Owen and Gabler were so hungry. They were like, put me against him. I'll beat him in fire. I'm not worried about that. But as of right now, I can't win this game without that on my resume. Um, which it's funny that Cassidy didn't feel the same way also, because I just think fire is stupid. That's not the point of this <laughs> conversation, but um. I think that's more what it was because the only other time the biggest threat to win mm-hmm. who was in fire, I think would probably be Ben, but that was also the, also the first season we had fire. And then um, I'm trying to, let me, let me do some research while other people talk. I'm going to come back to this in a second. Cause I'm intrigued now, <laughs> Stacey, hold. I mean, I think it, it was like sad and telling for this season that two out of the final three were like, oh man, I really need to do this. Otherwise there's no way I'm going to win. Like you already made it to the end and you're telling me that you don't think you, you yourself don't even think you can win. That's not good. You guys, that's bad. And like shame on them for saying to Cassidy, like implying that she should have done it and her having to fight for her, her, 
own justification, which I'm sure we'll talk about in Final Tribal, but like when both Owen and Gambler were like, no, I could really use this. That's not good, you guys. Are you so unconfident? And I get being like, no, it's it's for the jury. It's not for my own argument. Like, I think I could win, but they need to see that I did something. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same, same list. I And I guess, like, I kind of get it for, well, I don't know. Like, for Owen, I'm like, I think he just truly felt like I'm probably getting zero votes here. Like, he's he's just seems to know so much about survivor history. And I think he just kind of knew, like, I just, I'm going to do my best in this final travel, but like, it's just like, I was always on the wrong side of the vote. So they're just not going to respect it. So like, I kind of get him wanting to do it, but I just, I don't know. I'd also just want to be taken to the end. <laughs> like, why not just be guaranteed? <laughs> I just feel like the fire, it, it's so much luck to me in the fire making. So, um, Aggie, have you found it? Or do you want me to, do you want to waste some more time, pass some more time? <laughs> um so I have a list of like when we did our season rankings I wrote up wrote up who were the final two so really quickly like or who were the final three um and so the first season they did fire was Ben right so he was against Christy and Ryan and Devin took out got Devin went against Ben right and Devin lost so Ben went on to win I don't remember who made fire in Ghost Island like did Dom win final immunity and he took Laurel. So Wendell made it against someone else. Like, I don't remember who he made fire against. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to come back to this. I'm very intrigued. I, I think I have to do more research because now my brain just needs to know, <laughs> but I think, I think Chris is the reason this challenge sucks is because he set a precedent that the only way to prove that you really belong in final tribal is to win fire. Yeah. And I just don't think that's okay. No. I think that mentality has fucked up final tribal because it, even with Jeff switching the format to like, we're going to have like an open dialogue about all the three parts. I, I just don't, I think people forget that because they see this big fire move and they're like, wow, mm -hmm. that person is the sole survivor. I think there's a statistic that almost always the person who wins fire is the person who wins. I'm going to do some research. You keep talking. <laughs> We're going to have a, a Here's my um pitch because I agree with you like final four fire needs to go. Bring fire back when there's a tie at the votes. Mm -hmm. Like at a regular old tribal council because it would make the fact that they split the votes for when there's an idol or maybe an idol way more interesting. And I hate when they go to rocks or when they just like agree on someone just to be like we don't want to go to rocks. So let's just vote out this person. Like no, make them compete in fire and then get rid of it at final four go back to a final two tribal council because i'm freaking sick of every time there's a three-person tribal council which is every time that somebody doesn't give votes so ipso facto someone shouldn't be there make it a final two make the final immunity challenge three people whoever wins brings their person mm -hmm. and goodbye fire unless it's a tiebreaker like it that just seems like such a better formula. And I don't know why we stopped doing that. Oh, right. It was for Ben so he could cheat. <laughs> ben has ruined the game. <laughs> but This I, is all your fault, Ben. But I do think um, the fire just for like ties would be pretty interesting. I still wonder like since it's like this season, it just felt like they never wanted to 
like leave anything to chance like that or that like they like I almost feel like they'd be like well we don't want to like like fire so I mean yeah like so this season they didn't ever go to a tie right did they I mean we never saw rocks at least so I don't know if they ended up yeah so I feel like this more modern survivor they would still just like they don't like any unpredictability so they still maybe just wouldn't ever go to a tie but I like the idea um okay so yes I mean Jesse explains that he had a hard sell that was cash should make it against him and he knows he's like I mean why would you give up immunity but I had to try um Cass explained very well why she wouldn't do that she feels like she doesn't need that kind of big move she's like she earned that final immunity and she's done a lot this game um Jesse and or okay so Jesse and Gabler go for it and oh well let me say so Cass does pick Owen to to go to the final with her so then Jesse and Gabler do fire making Gabler says I want to end my game with an exclamation mark and this is the best way to do it and I will say it seems like the jury is rooting for Jesse. I mean, it really does seem like it. They're like, come on, Jesse, come on. Um, but unfortunately, Gabler makes the fastest fire in Survivor history. It was four minutes and nine seconds, which is impressive. I'm going to give you that. I just like, my question was, because when they started, Jeff said like, the fastest one in history is just under five minutes. I mean, he's literally never said that. <laughs> so it just, I was like, I'm not sure why you're bringing that up now. And then like, it made sense, I guess. I mean, how did he know that was going to happen? I don't know. But like, I, I guess my thing about it is like, that is adding something to his resume. Like, I feel like Jeff added that to his resume. You didn't really have to tell us the time, you know, like you didn't have to. And I don't know if he told them this time or it was just on the screen for us, but like telling everyone there it was the fastest in Survivor history, all of Survivor, it is adding to his resume. So I just thought that could have been left out <laughs> also does that like hurt jesse's pride more or is he like well i guess i had no shot <laughs> like i don't know but it just was strange to me um but then we do get a lot of time for jesse like he's crying i mean he's very very upset so we get the heroic music and then we get jeff asking like do you want to share how you're feeling and he just shares um the second time around i kind of paid more attention to what he was saying and he's saying like i just feel like every day back home there's like no room for error. Like he's basically saying, I don't have like a safety net of money. Like every decision I've made with my, for my kids and my wife, like we, I think he's basically saying it would be really nice to have like some wiggle room financially. And that is what I was trying to do. Um, he said every day back home feels like do or die. And so, and then I just wrote, I'm sobbing <laughs> because I mean, Owen was crying. Like people on the jury were crying. I was just like, oh, you just should not be leaving like he just deserves this so it was sad but that is part of survivor like you can play amazing but i mean if you don't either win the final immunity or win fire like you can go home so anna any or aggie any thoughts on just the actual fire making um no like i think i said before i really just felt like i had the wind knocked out of me i do have to put a little bit of respect for gabler like he made the fastest fire, like you said, and he did, you know, secure his place in the final three and boost himself. Um, to repeat what's already been said, like, would have been great to have some kind of hint that, like, Gabler was really good at fire or that he might, you know, make it really quickly or be really good at it. Like, just some indication. Um, so it wasn't, again, so shocking. Um, and then just the lack of breathing room after this scene 
Like it was nice that we got a little bit of a debrief from Jeff. He doesn't normally do that when someone gets eliminated. It was nice to hear from Jesse. Um, the jury were obviously on Jesse's side here because um, they were just as like kind of shocked and disappointed, I think, as we were. But then it immediately cuts to like the next tribal council, basically. Like it was so fast. And I'm sure if I had been watching live with commercials, it would have given like a little bit more room. But it was wait, breakneck wait, pace. Wait, what was that? You like commercials? Aggie, did you hear that? <laughs> I didn't say I like them, but I it would have allowed for some space to be like, wow, I'm literally sobbing. And now I have to watch maybe Gabler win. Like it just it again, if I had it my way and it was like it used to be and we had a final two and the final episode could just be starting from three and we'd have a long leisurely breakfast and a torch walk and a beautiful final tribal where everybody only gets to speak once. I'll circle back to that when we get there. But like it just felt um, really abrupt. And after the season that we've had of Jesse, it felt unfair to have to as a viewer just like turn off my emotions and all of a sudden be rooting for somebody else yeah like just the the pacing of it was really um messy i'm gonna say (laughs) messy for jesse okay bye (laughs) yeah i was messing with you about the commercials because aggie and i are in a debate about how I don't pay for Spotify premium or the guys Stacy doesn't pay for no ads on Spotify or I mean hear me out I do not like ads like I'm not team commercials I'm team good pacing Stacy says they're nostalgic and kind of gives you like a pacing (laughs) and I'm like no nostalgic (laughs) don't you remember what capitalism (laughs) Stacy no no when you couldn't skip them like as a child and you just had to do something else remember when we didn't have streaming services and we just had commercials (laughs) yeah but we were kids and they were like commercials for toys yeah this is not cute I don't want to see it Stacey, remember when a commercial for shingles made you stress that you needed a singles vaccine? Or like freaking, don't take this drug. Don't take this drug. Yeah, now it's all medicine. Eloquous. Now it's all like, Okay. No, thanks. To bring us away from the commercials conversation. Stacey, were you going to say something? But I have my, I have my Uh, data. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So we have had fire 10 times. I think if I can do the math correctly, we've had it 10 times, I think. Maybe there's one that like messed up this 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, nine times. Okay. Six times the person who won fire won the game. Mm-hmm. That's too many. Six out of nine is two thirds of them. So that is like really annoying. <laughs> Only once has the person who won the final immunity challenge and caveat didn't also do fire, did they win the game? And that was Nick Wilson. Mm. every other time the person who has won of the extras every other time the person who has won is the person that the person who won immunity brought Mm. so xander brought erica um Mm. nora brought tommy cassie or and romeo brought marianne Mm. so it's actually better to be the person who wins fire or the person who gets brought Mm. it actually winning final immunity apparently does nothing for you that is interesting. Only person who's done that is Nick Wilson. Mm. And at, on the off the top of my head, I don't remember, like n- Mike White was the one in fire because I think he was a threat to win, but then didn't he get like very few votes? 
Mm. It's okay. He has white Lotus now. It doesn't matter. But like, yeah, I think people were like, "Mm, maybe we don't give you a million (laughs) dollars, but I think it's interesting. So you got to win fire or be brought and have a good argument. Yeah. So it should just, like Anna was saying, just get rid of the fire because before this, when you just got to pick who you choose, I bet the stats are different. Like it's not, I bet it's not usually just like the person that you get, that gets chosen. So yeah, I don't have the time to do that kind of math, (laughs) but I think it's very interesting. Yes. Get rid of fire. This reminds me of my other point though, that I didn't write down. Do we think, cause I mean, this is the last, we're going to really talk about Jesse, I guess. So do we, cause okay. Last week when I listened to speaking mama, Caleb said like, honestly, yes, that was a great move. Jesse did of, you know, using the idol on Cody, getting flesh and Carla's idol, but like, did he just kind of show all his, like how amazing he is and now might not get taken to the end or might, you know, be the main target. And I think he was right. Like, I think looking back, I think that, well, first off, I think Cody was the only person who was going to like, just straight up take him. Like Cody was going to take him. Um, so I think getting him out might've backfired because you would, I, you would at least want to get there, even if you lose to Cody, but you probably won't. Cause, okay. This is my thing. I'm rambling. We don't have time, but I actually think he could have not done that. And he still wasn't the main target. And then he could have like pulled a Marianne almost and like revealed his idol at the end or like just revealed what he's been doing at the end. Like, you know, if he still had Janine's idol, he still can show it. It has the beads. Like people can, you know, prove it's his. Like, I just think he could, like he had done a lot of work, but I think the way he revealed it toward the end actually hurt him. Stacey, I fully agree. Sorry, Anna, I didn't mean Oh, I disagree. Okay, so here, let me give the agreement arguments as we were already on that plane. And then Anna, you can have the rebuttal. Um, So I actually agree. I think what what has my thesis been after watching 43 seasons? If you can find someone you actually trust to be in a two with, that will get you far. Um, like fire, I think throws a wrench in there, but like overall you've seen that if you have someone that you can like ride or die trust, that can get you pretty far. And I actually think burning Cody was the beginning of his demise. And he was so worried about differentiating himself from Cody and Cody being like a louder, better version of him or whatever. Okay, fair. But you actually were the mastermind behind all the votes. If the edit is to be believed, uh, it really sounds like you were the one to like slowly but confidently convince Cody to do the thing. Because we saw a lot of edits where Cody didn't want to do what you did. And what vote actually happened? His. So I think if he had had, like instead of him being so concerned about getting Cody out early, I think if he'd had the calm because he up until that point, I think did, but I think he got nervous that Cody would somehow be flashier, right? I feel like that's the words um, he used. Like if Cody's flashier, he's going to win. But I think Jesse had the receipts to be like, nah, it was all me. Cody was my accomplice, but it was all me. And so I actually do agree, Stacey. I think if he hadn't gotten rid of Cody, he would have at least had a better shot and would have been in final three to make the argument. I don't know if he could have won. Cody is a very good salesman. He does a very good job of like convincing people to do what he wants. So I think it would have been, it could have almost been a Dom Wendell situation, like tie, which to me would have been a much more valid ending to this season than the one we got. Sorry. Okay. Anna rebuttal time. No. So where I, where I agree with both of you is that he would have made it farther. Jesse would have made it farther had he not eliminated Cody and let the two of them go to final three together. If you're playing for second, great move. You make more money. 
whatever. You're in final three. But he would have lost to Cody. I just, I I think he would have lost to Cody. And because of that, I think getting Cody out in the timeline that he did was the only choice. Like, I don't think it would have happened after that. It needed to happen then. That was the last chance that he could make that move and then play his idol at the next tribal council. Because I think to hold it up in final tribal is like, cool, you had it the whole time, great. But I think it's a much bigger move to play it. Where I think he made a mistake is in that tribal council where he played his idol, he should have gone under the radar. He should have he should have alligablered and done his big move on Cody and then laid low, not told anyone he had an idol, not tried to like be weird about like, maybe I'll play it for Carla or maybe I'll play for myself. Like either stay quiet and just quietly go back under the radar or do what you can to keep Carla in the game as a shield because once she was gone, he had nothing else. So I do think that the timing of when he got out Cody was the best possible move for him. I don't think he played it right in the next elimination. That's just me. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. It's just, man, it's just, I hate to see like he did all this work the whole time and then like almost exposed himself a bit too much but it's like it i mean it could have still like it could not have really made a difference who knows uh man okay well we got to keep going so we finished final fire making and now we have our final three and we get we're not gonna like really talk about they get breakfast they talk about you know what they need to do to win all that stuff um oh go ahead wait can i just say (laughs) i actually loved the edit of everyone saying what they all needed Uh, them to do yeah to win the game um it was a really nice edit in retrospect none of them believed that and they just wanted to hear Gale- gabler say specific things but it was a really nice edit and i thought it was a really beautifully done and the like the music and the swell of like the whole thing i was like it's anybody's game it wasn't they were all lying but it was nice in the moment yeah i, I think they've maybe been doing that the past couple and i do like that just to hear what the jury is thinking um I loved Carla saying like I'm gonna need to see their resume and their references (laughs) I was like you tell them (laughs) but okay so then we get to final tribal and I mean so one thing okay has this been happening the past two seasons and I just forgot are they not (laughs) are they not um doing like by category anymore like did they do that last season okay they have been doing it I think Jeff this jury so I don't want to get ahead of us. I think this jury actually did a really good job of asking questions. Did I, I didn't like necessarily how they talked over the people who were supposed to be answering them, but I actually thought their questions were good um, and actually spoke to how this game was played. And so I think Jeff just didn't interrupt them to be like, let's talk about outplay because I feel like they covered all those bases with the questions they asked. Now, did they talk over the actual people who were trying to uh, win the money? Yeah. Yeah, they did. And uh, that really annoyed me. So I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but Stacey, I agree. Like, where's Jeff to be like, we're focusing on outplay. Mm-hmm. I thought they did that in 42. Did they not? I really think they did, but now I'm going to have to go back. I don't know. Now I have a lot of, I think I don't they know. did. Cause I feel like I remember Marianne kind of explaining unless she just did it herself. I don't know. But either way, um, I wrote some of the questions. I'm not going to read them all, but like one was how did you differentiate, differentiate yourself from others? 
Um, one was, when did you stick your neck out on the line to gain trust? When did you use your social game? Um, they asked, like, who were your closest allies? They asked again, like, why didn't you make fire cast? And I'm like, she already explained it. <laughs> but but when she explains it this time, Noel says that that's a good answer. Um, oh, and they get asked, like, what's your biggest mistake? What was your biggest mistake? So there's, oh, and then finally, like, when did you have to use persuasion or, like, convince someone to make a decision? So... I guess, do we want to just kind of go by person of just like our vibe, like our thoughts on each person? Like, for example, I feel like Owen was really trying to push the, you know, I just got, I was unlucky from the start and I just had to like keep bouncing back. I kept getting hit. I, you know, he, I don't think he said the Charlie Brown thing and I almost, he said it to us, but I almost wish he did say it because there, apparently if you make this jury laugh, <laughs> they'll vote for you. So I wish he would have done it in more of like a comical story, kind of like he did to us, but um, I don't know. That was, those were my thoughts on Owen. Like, I think he gave pretty good answers. I think there was one at the end where like, he couldn't give an, an example of when he persuaded someone because he was, he was on the wrong side of the votes. He was just kind of trying to make it each vote. But even with that, uh, James said, like, I appreciate the honesty. So those are my thoughts on Owen. He got talked over the most. <laughs> he straight up got cut off. I was like, and here's the thing. Y'all know I like Noel, but I was like, girlfriend, you got to let them talk. You got to let them talk. She's been interrupting people the whole season, not to interrupt <laughs> you to say that, but like we've been new. I know, Anna, when you, you had mentioned in the past and it's something that hadn't really either I hadn't noticed or it hadn't bothered me as much. And in this, I was like, this is their opportunity to win the million dollars. Why are you trying to win it for one of them purposely? That's when I knew that all the bullshit before final tribal was bullshit. I was like, so none of you actually believe that anyone but Gabler can win. <laughs> they just asked you to say nice things about them so they could edit in a nice little piece. But like, I just, I felt like he got cut off the most. I think people had written him off before he even got a chance to do it. I also though, my one thing, we didn't get an edit of this, so I can't, I can't speak on it. So at Owen, if you want to come on the pod, I would love to discuss with Please. you. <laughs> I don't know how much he thought about his speech. Mm. Like, I also bring back opening statements. Uh, we said this last season, bring them back. Um, because that's their chance to give you the reason why they think they should win. And then you can ask questions to like pick it apart and figure out if that's a real reason or not. But I think what ended up happening is we undermined people's arguments because you had a thought in your head of like, well, that's not how it went down. And it's like, yeah, but you don't have the perspective they have. So like hold the fucking phone and let them speak first. So I actually was really annoyed. Owen got the most cut off and wasn't addressed directly very often at all. And I was like, oh, so the jury already was like, nah, it's not Owen. It is not Owen. So it must be someone else. So that was my frustration. Cause I actually felt like three immunity wins. That's kind of a big deal. Mm -hmm. Him and Carla both had three immunity wins. I also just for statistics, I looked up how many people have had zero immunity wins and just because I was like, well, why would that only work against um, fucking Jesse? Because that was the thing. People were like, well, he didn't win any immunities. And I was like, yeah, but I think other people haven't won immunities. Mary Ann didn't win any immunities. She won last season. <laughs> like Tommy won four seasons ago. He didn't win any immunities. So I'm like, I I'm, it's also interesting to me. Ben didn't win any immunities, which I think is really interesting. So like, did Erica? I'm guessing. No, apparently Erica did. Oh. This is so it was Tina Wesson, Sandra twice. Yule, Yule never won an immunity. Wild. Um, Earl, Todd from China, 
Natalie from Samoa, but that was really just that one. That one I feel like doesn't count because people just didn't want Russell to win. <laughs> but Tony and Kagian, Sarah in Game Changers, Ben, Tommy, Marianne. So it's like that's some pretty heavy hitting winners who didn't win immunity. So like, mm-hmm. why is that an argument for or against someone? Again, not the point of this, but like I just I just put it out there because I'm I'm really into the data right now. Apparently, <laughs> we love the data. No, I think what you said about the 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 format and the structure like is what I thought about the whole time where it just it doesn't allow I think someone like Owen who I I agree with you it seemed like he hadn't totally thought through or at least wasn't given the opportunity to explain in full why he actually thought he should win and like to have no opening statements and no closing statements like it was just a free-for-all in a way that felt way more discombobulated and like lacked cohesion more than any other time we've seen them do this like open forum style because we've seen it in the past where the jury is very respectful like of one another of the people speaking in terms of like taking turns and asking real pointed questions I felt like even though they were asking questions like specific questions I was getting confused with who they were asking what I felt like stuff was getting repeated in what they were asking or like we were given the same answers to different questions almost um and it just it lacked a structure that I think it really needed and I think it was to the detriment of the final three which sucks because it's it's their time like you said like it's not I mean it is the jury's turn to finally speak their piece but not about them about like their relationship with the people in the final three and why they think they should or should not win Mm. not about their own game like even Jesse took this time to reveal like his backstory that like you know he was saving for when he thought he would be in final three and like he at least kept it relevant I think more or less to what he was saying but like it's not about you right now it's not about you you can't say anything about yourself that's gonna make the rest of the jury think that someone should like it doesn't bring back what we had before I think they should bring back like one at a time stand up say your question and then maybe have like an open forum for rebuttal but certainly at least give them an opening statement jeff was just like all right let's kick it off and noel was like hi i'll go first because <laughs> i love talking so much oh yeah and she revealed her um you know being an olympic athlete i thought they knew that i really didn't know I just- <laughs> now i guess i was like-, like is this a reveal well, i guess that's why they were so inspired again i still don't think you should be like that inspired whatever but like i guess they because yeah if they didn't know she had any athletic background that reveal was not relevant at all because <laughs> then it was to say like so good job on winning three immunities cast and then you didn't vote for cast <laughs> so but anyway um i agree on that i i think i mean even with big brother like they still do like you get one question you go in order of when you were voted out and you get one question and then you vote so um okay well what about cast speaking of cast i mean do we think she like had good answers do we think she defended her game well i think she did i mean i truly think like what we're seeing online if she were a man everything she said would have gotten her the win i i don't even really talk that much about like misogyny and stuff but there, like she said everything correct i guess the one thing was when she shared like her big move or whatever it was and then you know the the rider dies that we've literally never heard of before <laughs> we're like no that was our move that was the start of the rider dies and she was like oh you got me I wish maybe she would have just been like well like I wish she would have either thought of a second thing or kind of got, gone back at them a bit 
but like she was probably very caught off guard so what do you all think about Cass yeah I wanted her to like be like okay if you're claiming that then I'm going to claim it too because I also talked to this person this person this person about it so while you guys are saying that because you guys have this thought that it was you guys who thought of this plan there's no reason to say that the other people weren't convinced by me talking to them about the same plan like that's not fair Second, she got interrupted a lot as well. But I think what you said, Stacey, the misogyny, the misogynistic, no, that's not a word. The misogyny in this tribal council was so apparent to me. Gabler got all the credit. Um, and if and if Cass had done all had been a man, she would have won. And if Gabler had been a woman, he would have lost. They would have been like, that's a buffoon. She can't win. So it's actually very frustrating to me that like that was how it played out because it's like we have seen and someone on twitter was going off about this i'll see if i can find it but someone was like we've literally had multiple women play gabler's game and lose because they played gabler's game so how is it fair that now gabler's playing that game and everyone's like winner no yeah because oh someone was like i want to be clear we've had many kooky women be in the final three with the same the same gameplay as Gabler who came in second or last because people were like that's not a real game but because he's a man we somehow respect it and not mm. only did they just like not get the votes when they were women they got absolutely torn to shreds annihilated torn to shreds as if they were not even human beings but instead we're not spoken to like, at all uh talk about it Carolyn where's Carolyn from Ben's fucking season uh, when you think about it, even like not that long ago, Nora, I feel like everyone took Nora as a joke. I'm pretty sure she won an immunity or two. Like she- She won final immunity. I know. Cause I just looked it up. Yeah. Like, honestly, I feel like Nora probably played better than Gabler. And like, she was just made fun of basically. And I did it too. I mean, I was team Dean. We all know that, but like she was made fun of as well. So yeah. Made it's, fun of. It's it wild. Was, but like when you eliminate majority of the women pre-merge and your jury is like mostly dudes carla noel and janine yeah the way that they spoke to gabler compared to how they spoke to cassie and like cassie suffers a little bit from resting bitch face like it's that's it's okay she's young and she's pretty and i feel like they didn't take her game seriously um both the other players and the viewers like I feel like so many people didn't get Cassidy the whole time. And like part of that can be attributed to the edit for sure. But part of it's just bias. And like, I don't know if you can sit and watch that final tribal and be like, yeah, Gabler's the clear winner over Cassidy. Like, I don't know. We're just we're not watching the same thing. But based on the way that they treated them. Sure, you could say that. But yeah, like it was. It was really fucking frustrating to watch Cass. And I also. I'm gonna be honest. I lost a little respect for Cody and Jesse when they completely undermined her. Mm-hmm. And I have been team them for six episodes. And I was just like, I just don't think if that was your girlfriend, wife, mom making that argument, I just don't think you would have done that. But because it's someone that you have written off, you're okay with the way that that went down. I just, that really put a bad taste in my mouth. Again, I'm, I think they both played really well, but it was very frustrating in the moment to see that go down. 
And I would just like to know, like, do you feel differently about it watching it back? But <laughs> I just was very frustrated. But I also think um, similarly to Owen, I think she could have gotten a little bit farther with a little bit of, le- a little bit of levity mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. that's easier said than done because it's such a high pressure situation and like they're exhausted and being grilled by a really bitter jury. So like, I don't, mm-hmm. I can't sit here and be like, you should have smiled more because that is a very problematic thing to say. And that's not what I mean. But like, we know like when we were talking about Owen, like we know from his confessionals that he has like jokey one-liners and that he can, he can talk about what's going on in a more relatable light way. And I feel like they both Cassidy and Owen could have brought a little bit of that to final tribal. Um, But I also acknowledge that that's, that's asking a lot of them. So, okay. Have we, I think we've gone through all three of them, right? Or no, no, we didn't even talk about Gablers because I don't think we need to, I have nothing (laughs) else to say. So, I mean, I have nothing to say. No, I have some things to say. Yeah, I have like a couple things, but I, again, I'm not ever going to say he should have won. But I'll just say like, I do think, okay, I mean, one, like I said, having the fastest fire making ever, I think that probably did kind of impress them a bit and winning fire impressed them. Um, I think the way he explained like, okay, I'm, I was just doing too much at the start. I almost told them to just vote me out. I like recovered from that. I figured out, you know, that Ellie maybe needed to go, but then I just like relaxed. I mean, he was able to like vocal narrate it basically in a good, a way that like, you know, Sammy was saying in the reunion, we realized he wasn't just a loopy old man or whatever. Again, I think he kind of, you know, like, I don't think he was a genius. He wasn't Jesse. But he at least convinced them that he planned these things that like he this was strategy, not just like I ended up here. And so for him to at least word it that way, good for him. And then he also made them laugh. <laughs> and God, I don't know if this whole season they like found him funny and like endearing or just today, <laughs> but like they seem to just eat up everything he said. So I think, and that's where I think like, like him being older, honestly, he was just kind of like, I can just kind of talk things out. And like, I feel like I have, like, even before when he said, I have a good chance against Owen and Cass, it's like, he just had this confidence that was kind of unfounded, but Hey, they ate it up. So I think he did well to verbalize things, but I just still, am like, Gabler, do you actually think you deserve to win like do you actually believe that you rewatch this season and say that Cass doesn't deserve to like you can't (laughs) so that's my thing it's just like you did good to like get you know get where you got I guess but like you can't truly believe you played better than Cass (laughs) that's all (laughs) I think we just like on on top of the colossal fact that there must have been so much that we didn't see about like either him talking about what his plan was or the relationships that he built, because I feel like in the exit interview that I watched, like he really was emphasizing like his relationships. And he basically was saying that like this ride or die alliance with him and Cody and Jesse was like the be all end all end game of their alliance, which like we didn't see that at all. We saw Cody and Jesse and sometimes they talked to Gabler, but from what we saw, he was not a player in that alliance the way that they were a pair, like a two. Um, but listening to him talk about his strategy was more or less just like after he made the merge and had the stink with Ellie and like blew that up and basically like got everyone to get Ellie out. He was like, I got to like 
lay low, which to be fair, I did just say that Jesse's mistake was not doing that after the Cody vote. So like props to Gabler for doing that, I guess. He did win an immunity. He did find an idol or have an idol. Where did he? I don't even remember where he got it, but like he had one at some point. He got it from a track. From a track. And but he had an idol. Good for two tribals. Yeah. Um, and he offered to give it to them and be voted out. And we should have taken that in episode two. Hundred percent. Um, but the way that he described his strategy was basically like it wasn't so much a anyone but me, Sandra kind of style, but more like a willingness to say this person, like voting out whoever the biggest threat was at the first chance. And I'm like, that's great as a strategy, but I don't think you you didn't steer any of those votes, not that we saw at least. Um, but he did, I will just say like, um, when asked whether or not he liked his edit, he did seem kind of disappointed. Um, it sounded like he was happy with the way that he was portrayed as far as like personality goes, but he was like, yeah, I mean, they could have showed like more of me strategizing. Like he seemed a little bit sad that they didn't show, um, some of his strategic conversations, which leads me to believe that like, maybe they were happening. Um, but I would agree in that I'm disappointed that we didn't see them because we didn't see him strategize. I take back my comment about having zero comments. My one comment is going to shift the focus from Gabler to Cassidy once again. Um, why was Gabler given all this, you know, sparkle for winning fire? Why was it up to Cassidy to give up her necklace and do fire? Why was that such a big thing for this fucking jury? I was like, she has fucking earned her place. That was the one time where I think they were actually impressed by her is when she rebutted that statement and was like, no, I won three immunities. I know that Jesse's a threat. So I strategically put Gabler against him to get him out. And I think that should count for something. I really think that commentary, like that whole nonsense is Jesse talking to people at Ponderosa. He was like, she should have given up her immunity and gone against me herself. And it's like, okay, but like, that's just bitterness. Like for what? For what? So my comment about Gabler is about Cassidy. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. But in the end, you know, it's what, seven, or I don't know how many people are on the tribal, on the jury, but all except James vote for Gabler. James voted for Cass. Um, and what was it? Oh, and I was just going to say, like, I mean, Owen and Cass are shocked. <laughs> like, even Owen's like, look, I didn't think I was going to win, but I didn't think Abler was going to win. <laughs> so that's what I'm reading just from his, from his face. But um, we're just, you know, <laughs> it happened. <laughs> we're just whatever, accepting it. And now we're going to get to fans of Spoken because we're not the only ones who are like, what? <laughs> what did we just watch for three months so let's quickly go through them we don't even really have to respond because they're pretty similar problem addict pod said in retrospect gabler's win makes sense makes sense the jury effing loved him um so much goodwill at final tribal but still a lackluster season so they're not happy about it but they're just saying honestly not surprised because the jury was eating it up um jordan shockley said jesse was robbed and i'm still upset same. <laughs> Gabler was probably the last person I expected to win. And I was floored when I realized he was only one jury vote away from a perfect game, which, yeah, that is another piece of it. 
Um, oh, I just, in in response to that, I have to say, I loved when Cass in Final Trouble was like, well, do you think you got no votes? Cause like, you just weren't a threat. I was like, yeah, like someone pointed out, you can also get no votes just cause no one's thinking about you at all. <laughs> okay. It's not like you're that impressive. Kate dash smiley or Kate underscore smiley underscore Tatham who played on Survivor Australia. So shout out to you. Um, blood versus water but she said you can't hate on gabler the jury awarded him the win with like the hands up emoji like and i responded to her and said i mean he won he's now a winner of survivor like it happened um and then she also said jesse votes out cody and says it's a it's a game cassidy votes jesse out and he's bitter so they say like the hypocrisy <laughs> um aggie do you remember wills enough to kind of like repeat some of it i'm trying to think i honestly felt like his was kind of like anna's poem of just like it was frustrating because the edit made us think gabler was not valid but maybe he was but the way it was edited is just really tough and then on top of that will shout out i just loved this comment about um like they needed a win for the facebook viewers like the white awful people who I just don't even want in the fandom anymore I said what I said I think Will's thesis and Will feel free to correct us in the dms but like my, my it was like I don't know how they did it because it didn't seem like they interfered with Gabler's game but somehow they got a win for the people they were trying to keep in the fandom which is a little suspect and I was like work Will I it's interesting it's interesting but here's the thing it, unlike Ben, I don't think there's evidence that they fucked with his game. If anything, they made him look like someone who didn't deserve to win. So it's interesting, though, that he was the winner. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like they're like, look, this wasn't us. <laughs> like, it just happened. We didn't want it either, almost. I think Jeff did a little bit. Well, Jeff loves. Jeffrey, that's my vibe check, honestly. <laughs> Jeffrey, what? why? We could do like a very quick vibe check. My vibe check is just when at um, final tribal, like at the start of it, Jeff is like, no offense, jury, but they did beat your ass. <laughs> and I just thought that was funny. I honestly, it was the talk about the gusts of wind that really was just like, Jeff, it's too much. Here comes a big gust of wind. And then Gabler, for some reason, said, come on, wind. Because he was like vote wanting Cassidy to go down. It was that challenge was... It was too much. Oh, but he the real tea was when he goes at the end of Final Tribal. He goes, Cody, I'm going to give you the final words. I don't know why, but I'm going to give them to you. Oh, God. And I was like, because America wants Cody to have the last word, Jeff. Mine, I think, Aggie, you mentioned this earlier, but it is when Gabler reveals that he's going to give the money away, which he prefaces in a weird way. By the way, this isn't a vibe check for Gabler, but when he's like this is we're gonna make history like bro just like be normal for a second um god i sound so horrible uh like this is for charity but it's when he he is talking about like this is gonna be historic and jeff doesn't know what's going on and jeff literally goes uh-oh wait what's happening and it's the uh-oh but anna you did remind me the other thing i was just gonna say is like yeah hmm. the way gabler's like we all did this we're all doing this like so do you think all of them want to do that? They'd rather get a cut of the money, honestly. Some of them would rather get a cut of the money. So like, at least just own it as your own thing and don't try to be like, we're all making history. But okay, we've hated on Gabler enough. Congrats. <laughs> I mean, hey, you want- I honestly could keep going, but we have to cut the podcast off. 
Yes, we're we're wrapping up here. Um, but you know, we will be back for season 44. We'll see what happens. We hope, you know, to have a better end result and maybe more consistent editing throughout. Uh, but we thank you all for still following along with us. <laughs> this has been kind of a different one, but we've done it. Um, and we will see you. Well, so we might have some episodes coming out before Survivor, we might have some other shows, so stay tuned. Um but yeah, we will talk to you later. So thanks for escaping reality with us again. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Happy Christmas. Happy holiday. Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Ron. <laughs> <laughs>